Hi there, welcome back. And <clears throat> let's see what's going on on YouTube about arresting Diaper Don. He's apparently still running free. So uh, his lawyer turned on him <laughs> and is being questioned today in court. <laughs> Federal judge makes new ruling that spells bad news for Trump. 42 minutes ago. He's a maniac. Okay, this video is for those of you who missed what just happened. I saw it on the <laughs> news last night. Bastards. Some Americans who are under... This is Michael Popak, Legal AF. We've got breaking news in the E. Jean Carroll civil rape case uh -huh. and defamation case yeah, going to trial yeah. against Donald Trump on April 25th, just yeah. one month away in New York federal going to court. Going fucking jail we for that too. Ruling, <laughs> as I predicted on a prior hot take, <laughs> Judge Lewis Kaplan has decided that for the interest of justice and to protect the jurors, they will remain anonymous during the jury to protect their identity, to protect them from Donald Trump and the followers of Donald Trump. How do I know that? Because in his opinion, Judge Kaplan cited to the misconduct of Donald Trump, including his recent social media postings attacking the prosecutor's and the uh, and the grand jury in New York looking at a Stormy Daniels uh, cover up, attacking the four person that was the four person for the special purpose grand jury in Georgia, attacking the four person juror for the Roger Stone criminal case. He cited the judge did to all of these things along with other things, including the fact that this is a man, a former president who is being um, tried for civil rape that has already been impeached twice, that has made it a habit of attacking judges, jurors, law enforcement, and a whole catalog of things that Judge Kaplan relied upon in order to make his ruling. Anonymity of a jury is unusual. It generally only happens in criminal cases because the guy or the woman on the other side, the defendant, is really a bad person, a unabomber, a World Trade Center bomber, a mob boss, a drug lord. Those are the people that you protect the jurors from. Civil case, very rare. Already when Donald Trump and his lawyers walk into the courtroom, the jury is already going to have it in, his, in its mind, bad guy, bad guy being tried. Such a bad guy that my own personal safety and liberty is at risk. That, if you're a defense lawyer like Alina Haba claims that she is, or Joe Takapina, Takapina claims that he Takapina. is. That is a bad start. You got one foot in the bucket even before <laughs> you pick your jury because the jury's going to be told, hey, by the way, we're going to protect <laughs> you, dot, 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 implicitly from Donald Trump because he's a bad person and his people around him or him will attack you. You know, I, I get it that, that the, uh, the person is presumed innocent, but we're under a civil setting here. All that E. Jean Carroll has to prove is the lesser burden in a civil case of preponderance of the evidence. That just means if you have two scales of justice and you put a feather on one side and it just tips up ever so slightly, that's preponderance of evidence. That's all the jury needs to, needs to know. They already have a preponderance of evidence in favor of E. Jean Carroll before the trials even started because of the anonymity ruling by the judge. Now, interestingly, and another, I think, 
you know, poor strategic decision by Donald Trump's lawyers. They did not oppose the request, the judge's um, request that they be heard on the issue of anonymity, whether we're going to keep this jury anonymous. The judge came up with this on its own. He he made an order last Saturday that said, I'm giving you until the middle of the week for the lawyers for both sides to tell me pro or con, should I have an anonymous jury? Would you believe that Donald Trump's lawyers didn't even take a position and did not oppose covering the jury with anonymity? What I said in my hot take from a week ago, because it's the proper strategy, is that while the plaintiff's lawyers would be uh, very uh, appreciative of the judge's position and say, judge, whatever you like, if you think they need to be protected from Donald Trump effectively, then we, we agree with you. You should make them anonymous. But at least we thought... Alina Haba, the lawyer for Donald Trump, allegedly, or Joe Tacopina, the translucent lawyer for Donald Trump, you never see him anywhere, would object and say, no, that's bad for our client. That tips the scales against him even before he starts. Don't do anonymity. But even they laid back and said, sure, judge, you want to do anonymous? That sounds like a great idea to us. So the only people that were, or the only entities that were opposing making the jury anonymous were two newspapers, including Associated Press. So the judge, however, gave the judge the opportunity in a nine-page decision, and we're going to put it up, and I'm going to read from it because it's so powerful as to why the judge decided to make it anonymous, focusing solely on Donald Trump and his misconduct in social media, including just in the last couple of days. For those that get all excited about his truth social postings or social media postings, like, how does he get away with that? Every one of them, he should just type exhibit A on the bottom because every prosecutor and every judge is using his real time, Trump's real time social media postings against him in the court in rendering their decisions. This is an out of control client, no surprise, that no lawyer around him, he doesn't respect any of the lawyers around him, so they can't control, uh, they can't control Donald Trump and his conduct. They should quit the case because they can't control their client. Let me read from, and we're going to put it up on the screen, some of the most interesting, powerful rationale in Judge Kaplan's decision, leading, his, leading to his decision that we're going to have an anonymous jury. So let's start from scratch. The judge first says, let me pull it up here on the screen, so we know where we're starting from. Drinking warm water before bed shrinks a swollen prostate overnight. Thousands of men are regaining control of their bladders every night as they... Shut up. This is a unique case. That Donald J. Trump is accused in this and a second very closely related civil case of having raped E. Jean Carroll in the mid-1990s and having defamed her. That's the first line of the order from the judge. Okay? This is what the potential jury is going to read in the media, <laughs> that the judge has declared, of course, that this is a civil rape case, just the way we've reported it on Legal AF Are and I've done on my hot takes. Media? And he talks about the fact that this case is going to trial October, uh, sorry, April the 25th. Now, let's get to the other parts of the ruling. In the next ruling, um, it says that he is now a candidate for... Um, election. He's running for election again. He's got uh, very highly favorable and unfavorable opinions about him. And goes on to say that Donald Trump frequently attacks law enforcement, 
attacks judges, attacks the jury, using as examples attacking the foreperson in the special purpose grand jury in Georgia, attacking the foreperson for the jury for Roger Stone in his criminal trial, uh, and even the, making this like real time and up to the minute, Judge Kaplan said, I also note that he attacked the jury that is con- the grand jury that's considering his potential indictment in the Stormy Daniels cover-up crime. That just happened two days ago. That's how up to the minute and up to the moment Judge Kaplan is. And for all of these reasons, Mr. Trump, your attacks on the... Judiciary on jurors, on witnesses, on judges, on law enforcement, you forfeited your right to go after this jury. I'm going to keep them anonymous. And so he ruled, Judge Kaplan, that this jury is going to be kept together by the marshal. They're going to move as one from their caucus and deliberation room uh, every day from the courtroom to go have lunch together together, not separately. They're going to be returned by the marshal back to the courthouse. They're going to be walked together to a, I would assume, a bus or transportation that will take them to their next mode of transportation together, protected by the U.S. marshal. So it's not just a matter of every time a jury comes in to a courtroom, it's all rise to respect the jury. This jury is going to be kept in bubble wrap and protected by the U.S. marshal all along the way as we move forward into the trial of Donald Trump. And the primary reason, as declared by Judge Lewis Kaplan, is the misconduct of Donald Trump in attacking every aspect and every element of the judicial process to protect them. Dawn. To put a three instead of an E <clears throat> terrorist so that it doesn't uh, trip the trip the sensors. Civil rape and defamation. 
until this moment in real time. And Judge Kaplan has made it clear that he runs his courtroom in the interest of justice and will protect the jury, who is the most important component in that courtroom. Above the, the parties, above the judge, is the jury. That's why when you're in a courtroom, you don't only rise for the judge, you rise for the entry of the jury and to the jury's exit every day because they play that important. A mob boss exclamation. points. a system, a role in our system of jurisprudence and justice. As this is a devastating ruling, and one, I can't for the life of me, as a practicing trial lawyer, in the courtrooms that, that are currently being used, understand how and why Alina Haba and Joe Takapina thought it was okay to fall asleep at the switch and not at least make an argument, some sort of good faith <laughs> argument, to, to have the jury Delay. not be insulated and protected yeah. and Why not anonymous under the argument <laughs> that that taints their client on day one. They sat quietly. They sat on their hands. That played into the hands again of E. Jean Carroll and her lawyers, lawyer extraordinaire Roberta Robbie Kaplan, who we've had on our Legal AF podcast. Uh, so it is a great day for the plaintiff, for the jurors, for justice, and another in a series of increasingly a series of bad court days for Donald Trump. <clears throat> Courage. Perseverance. And fortitude. Persistence.
<clears throat> Let me know if I, if I can be which now stretch two years in, in over a hundred courtrooms around the country. He is just not winning. He's doing the opposite of winning. He's losing every major hearing, every major ruling, every major appeal, at, even up to the Supreme Court. He's on the short end of that stick. This is what we're reporting because the minutia and these micro decisions that get made along the way before a trial, at a trial, during a trial. These are the things that impact the the, the uh, outcome, shape the outcome, the jury result, the jury verdict. Some of these decisions are made in advance by the judge ruling on certain motions, motions to preclude evidence, motions to allow evidence, motions here to have the jury be anonymous. This is all important. To both sides. Again, it is the micro decisions that help impact the and shape the actual outcome of the case. But because Alina Haba and Joe Takapina are too busy in makeup and wardrobe on on CNN, MSB, MSNBC, and Fox, okay, and they haven't been in a courtroom in a long, long time, they've lost their fastball about how to handle a case like this. And who and who is being penalized as a result? Whose defense is being undermined? Donald J. Trump. But he can't get better lawyers to take Jackass. this case because better lawyers are the ones that will require him to listen to their advice and counsel. And if they don't, they have the professional self-worth. They have the reputational impact to say, I don't need you in this case. I fire you as a client. But these kind of lower level lights think that they're going to get some benefit from having represented them. So they continue to do it, even though they cringe, I am sure, every time he opens his mouth or puts his fingers on his, on, a, on a keyboard to start tweeting or putting things on social media. So the result is all of that, all of his attacks on every aspect of our justice system have gotten the attention of Judge Lewis Kaplan, who has ruled today that there will be an anonymous jury starting on April 25th in the civil rape and defamation case against Donald Trump brought by E. Jean Carroll. We'll follow it on a show that I co-anchor every Wednesday and Saturday called Legal AF on the Midas Touch Network. And in between those shows, I do... It's getting to be hourly updates, but certainly daily updates. We call hot takes 
on real-time developments at the intersection John of law and politics. Jacob also Jingle on the YouTube Heimer channel Schmidt. for Midas Touch Network. Uh, Subscribe there for free. You'll get notices too. when I start posting hot takes. And then on Wednesdays, in its, in its mind, bad Jacob guy, Jingle bad guy being tried. Such a bad guy that my own personal safety and liberty is at Diaper risk. Huh? That, John if you're a defense Jacob lawyer like Jingle Alina Hama claims that she is, or Joe Takapina claims that he is, <laughs> that is a bad start. You got one foot in the bucket even before you pick your jury, because the jury's going to be told, hey, by the way, we're going to protect you. <laughs> Jingleheimer. <laughs> dot, 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 implicitly from <laughs> Donald Trump because he's a bad person and his people around him or him will attack you. You know, I I get it that, that the uh, the person is presumed innocent, but we're under a civil setting here. All that E. Jean Carroll has to prove is the lesser burden in a civil case of preponderance of the evidence. That just means if you have two scales of justice and you put a feather on one side and it just tips up ever so slightly, that's preponderance of evidence. That's all the jury needs to needs to know. They already have a preponderance of evidence in favor of E. Jean Carroll before the trials even started because of the anonymity ruling by the judge. Now, interestingly, and another, I think, you know, poor strategic decision by Donald Trump's lawyers. They did not oppose the request, the judge's um, request that they be heard on the issue of anonymity, whether we're going to keep this jury anonymous. The judge came up with this on its own. He, he made an order last Saturday that said, I'm giving you until the middle of the week for the lawyers for both sides to tell me pro or con, should I have an anonymous jury? Would you believe that Donald Trump's lawyers didn't even take a position and did not oppose covering the jury with anonymity? What I said in my hot take from a week ago, because it's the proper strategy, is that while the plaintiff's lawyers would be uh, very uh, appreciative of the judge's position and say, judge, whatever you like, if you think they need to be protected from Donald Trump effectively, then we, we agree with you. You should make them anonymous. But at least we thought Alina Haba the lawyer for Donald Trump, allegedly, or Joe Tacopina, the translucent lawyer for Donald Trump, you never see him anywhere, would object and say, no, that's bad for our client. That tips the scales against him even before he starts. Don't do anonymity. But even they laid back and said, sure, judge, you want to do anonymous? That sounds like a great idea to us. So the only people that were, or the only entities that were opposing making the jury anonymous were two newspapers including Associated Press. So the judge, however, gave the judge the opportunity in a nine-page decision, and we're going to put it up and I'm going to read from it because it's so powerful as to why the judge decided to make it anonymous, focusing solely on Donald Trump and his misconduct in social media, including just in the last couple of days. For those that get all excited about his truth social postings or social media postings, like how does he get away with that? 
every one of them, he should just type exhibit A on the bottom because every prosecutor and every judge is using his real-time, Trump's real-time social media postings against him in the court in rendering their decisions. This is an out-of-control client, no surprise, that no lawyer around him, he doesn't respect any of the lawyers around him, so they can't control Powerful, 
rationale in Judge Kaplan's decision, leading, his, leading to his decision that we're going to have an anonymous jury. So let's start from scratch. The judge first says, <clears throat> let me pull it up here on the screen so we know where we're starting from. But this is a unique case that Donald J. Trump is accused in this and a second very closely related civil case of having raped E. Jean Carroll in the mid-1990s and having defamed her. That's the first line of the order from the judge. Okay, This is what the potential jury is going to read in the media, that the judge has declared, of course, that this is a civil rape case, just the way we've reported it on Legal AF and I've done on my hot takes. And he talks about the fact that this case is going to trial October, uh, sorry, April the 25th. Now, let's get to the other parts of the ruling. In the next <laughs> ruling, uh, it says that he is now a candidate for um, election. He's running for election again. He's got uh, very highly favorable and unfavorable opinions about him. And goes on to say that Donald Trump frequently <laughs> attacks law enforcement, attacks judges, attacks the jury, using as examples attacking the foreperson in the special purpose grand jury in Georgia, attacking the foreperson for the jury for Roger Stone in his criminal trial, uh, and even the, making this like real time and up to the minute, Judge Kaplan said, I also note that he attacked the jury that is con the grand jury that's considering his potential indictment in the Stormy Daniels That just happened two days ago. That's how up to the minute and up to the moment his Judge name is. is my and for name all too. of these reasons, Mr. Trump, your attacks on the judiciary, <laughs> on jurors, on witnesses, on judges, on law enforcement, you forfeited your right to go after this jury. I'm going to keep them anonymous. And so he ruled, Judge Kaplan, that this jury is going to be kept together by the marshal. They're going to move as one from their caucus and deliberation room uh, every day from the courtroom to go have lunch together. Together, not separately, they're going to be returned by the marshal back to the courthouse. They're going to be walked together to a, I would assume, a bus or transportation that will take them to their next mode of transportation together, protected by the U.S. Marshal. So it's not just a matter of every time a jury comes in to a courtroom, it's all rise to respect the jury. This jury is going to be kept in bubble wrap and protected by the U.S. Marshal all along the way as we move forward into the trial of Donald Trump and the primary reason as declared by Judge Lewis Kaplan is the misconduct of Donald Trump in attacking every aspect and every element of the judicial process up until this moment in real time. And Judge Kaplan has made it clear that he runs his courtroom in the interest of justice and will protect the jury who is the most important component in that courtroom above the, the parties, above the judge, is the jury. That's why when you're in a courtroom,
You are saving planet. You don't only rise for the judge, you rise for the entry of the jury and to the jury's exit every day because they play that important of a system, a role in our system of jurisprudence and justice. As this is a devastating ruling and one I can't for the life of me as a practicing trial lawyer in the courtrooms that, that are currently being used understand how and why Alina Hava and Joe Takapina thought it was okay to fall asleep at the switch and not at least make an argument, some sort of good faith argument to, to have the jury not be insulated and protected and not anonymous under the argument that that taints their client on day one. They sat quietly, they sat on their hands, that played into the hands again of E. Jean Carroll and her lawyers, lawyer extraordinaire Roberta Robbie Kaplan, who we've had on our Legal AF podcast. Uh, so it is a great day for the plaintiff, for the jurors, for justice, <laughs> and another yeah, and a series great. of increasingly a series of bad court days for Donald yeah, Trump, yeah. which now stretch two years in, in over a hundred courtrooms around the country. Starting he to is snowball, not fortunately. Winning. He's doing the opposite of winning. He's losing every major hearing, every major ruling, every major appeal. At, even up to the Supreme Court, <laughs> he's on the short end of that stick. Nice. This is what we're reporting because the minutiae and these micro decisions that get made along the way, before a trial, at a trial, during a trial, these are the things that impact the, er, the, the uh, outcome, shape the outcome, the jury result, the jury verdict. Some of these decisions are made in advance by the judge ruling on certain motions, motions to preclude evidence, motions to allow evidence, motions here to have the jury be anonymous. This is all important to both sides. Again, it is the micro decisions that help impact the and shape the actual outcome of the case. But because Alina Haba and Joe Takapina are too busy in makeup and wardrobe on, on CNN, MSB, MSNBC, and Fox, Okay, and they haven't been in a courtroom in a long, long time. They've lost their fastball about how to handle a case like this. And who and who is being penalized as a result? Whose defense is being undermined? Donald J. Trump. But he can't get better lawyers to take his case because better lawyers are the ones that will require him to listen to their advice and counsel. And if they don't, they have the professional self-worth. They have the reputational impact to say, I don't need you in this case. I fire you as a client. But these kind of lower level lights think that they're going to get some benefit from having represented Donald Trump. So they continue to do it, even though they cringe, I am sure, every time he opens his mouth or puts his fingers on, his, on, a, on a keyboard to start tweeting or putting things on social media. So the result is all of that, all of his attacks on every aspect of our justice system have gotten the attention of Judge Lewis Kaplan, who has ruled today that there will be an anonymous jury starting on April 25th in the civil rape and defamation case against Donald Trump brought by E. Jean Carroll. We'll follow it on a show that I co-anchor every Wednesday and Saturday called Legal AF on the Midas Touch Network. And in between those shows, I do 
it's getting to be hourly updates, but certainly daily updates we call hot takes on real-time developments at the intersection of law and politics. Also on the YouTube channel for Midas Touch Network. Subscribe there for yeah, free. You'll get notices when I start posting hot takes. And then on Wednesdays and Saturdays, we pull it all together with the top five stories we curated at that particular moment. You can also follow me on all social media, including Twitter, at MS Popak. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF reporting. Lock him up. Indictment season is upon us. Celebrate with the new indictment season t-shirt and v-neck exclusively at store.midastouch.com. Defense lawyer like Alina Haba claims that she is, or Joe Takapina claims that he is, that is a bad start. You got one foot in the bucket even before you pick your jury because the jury's going to be told, hey, by the way, we're going to protect you, dot, 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 implicitly from Donald Trump because he's a bad person and his people around him or him will attack you. You know, I, I get it that, that the, uh, the person is presumed innocent, but we're under a civil tweeting or directly to okay anyway well setting here all that e Jean carroll has to prove is the lesser burden in a civil case of preponderance of the evidence that just means if you have two scales of justice and you put a feather on one side and it just tips up ever so slightly that's preponderance of evidence. That's all the jury needs to needs to know. They already have a preponderance of evidence in favor of E. Jean Carroll before the trials even started because of the anonymity ruling by the judge. Now, okay.
Lay. California. Mr. Huge. Florida. San Diego. And the BBC National. She's well, she was a writer. Could have been me, man. I think I found her on Instagram. Hill Park. Bells, bells. Taco in Texas. Coming on like a hurricane. song okay anyway so let's go to um see if my stitch has anything michael coda's best friend yet on don jr i think i saw that but three signs that your boobs your need boobs. a shaper meant bra number one your current bra causes keeping cups and 
is it nice to make fun of the stupid? The answer is yes, if it's Don Jr. <laughs> that is Michael Cohen on Don Jr. on Political Beatdown. Hey, I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch podcast and the Midas Touch network and the Political Beatdown podcast. I want to show you the full clip right now. Don Jr. sucks. It's... Okay. Where during our show, Political Beatdown, that I co-host with Michael Cohen. He has this message for Don Jr. I play for him the clip of Don Jr. attacking Ron DeSantis because Ron, Ron DeSantis Ron mocked Donald Trump having sex with a porn star and paying hush money to cover it up and falsifying his financial records. And then Don Jr. <laughs> had a message for DeSantis. Then I ask uh, Michael Cohen to react to it. And then Michael Cohen has the message for Don Jr. Okay, so with setting that all up, let me play for you this clip from Political Beatdown on the Midas Touch Network. Play the clip. But so after DeSantis made that statement, I want to show you this final video, and then I want to get your reaction to kind of all of it from the attack on Midas, the attack on DeSantis. But this was basically mimicked by all of Donald Trump's kids and by all of MAGA world. But this is Don Jr. doing whatever the hell this routine is. Play this clip. First. That's what it is, guys. He's owned by the billionaire donors. 100% controlled opposition. Let's see which way the wind is blowing. Let's see which way they want me to respond, and I will do it. So I was hoping for a strong response, but we got a milquetoast response. We got weaker than most rhino Republicans. We got a weaker response than a lot of never-Trump Republicans. And guys, here's the deal. You can hire influencers to post videos of you dunking on what was like a hot Twitter take 10 days ago on some moron local reporter. You can get plenty of people to do that. As Ron has. But that doesn't make you ready for the big leagues. If you can't understand that this is a fundamental issue of our time, then you're not ready. Then it's not your time. As even people like Mike Cernovich, who have been big DeSantis supporters, just heartbroken that DeSantis doesn't understand what Soros DAs and the Bolsheviks are going to do to this country. He also said DeSantis blew it today. The only people saying... Yes, the, the, the Bolsheviks. <laughs> I mean, I, I, honestly, it's, 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 it's sad. I mean, it's, it really is. It's sad. Um, what, is there, what is there possibly to say? You know, is it nice to make fun of the stupid? The answer is yes, if it's Don Jr., Right. I mean, this is and he's the smartest of the three kids, believe it or not. I don't understand what the fuck he's doing. I don't understand what he's saying. Um, you know, these air quotes. The, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, you can then go ahead and then have your you can dunk on whoever the hell you want. He's dunking. He's schmunk, who the fuck knows what he's even talking about? It's it's circular 
that makes no sense because it's not relevant to any specific topic. Okay, Ron DeSantis, <laughs> you're not part of the big league. Okay, this is now Don Jr.'s shot so that Daddy comes back and says, you know, Don, great job. You did a great job. I saw the tweet. I saw the truth. I saw the, the TikTok. You, you did great. You, you really smashed the sanctimonious, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, Dad, I really did exactly. Oh, my God, shut the fuck up. How many times has Father used to say, can you take it down like 12 notches? You know, what are you screaming about? I mean, I don't understand what Don is doing. You know, the criticisms that he used to have of his father, you know, I talk about it in my first book, Disloyal. You know, the criticisms his father used to have of him on a regular basis, why he's now trying to become everything that he said he didn't want to be. I don't know. You know, I hate to see. I really do. I hate to see him this way because he's really fucked up. And it's <laughs> I don't want to see anybody like that. And OK, you want to. You know, you, you want to back your father. That's great. Back your father. I get it. But your father wants to destroy democracy. He's already taken away. And Don has, you know, five kids, you know, and they're, they're young. He's got daughters, you know, um, you know, what's going to happen if God forbid that, you know, they need an abortion. Oh, that's OK. They'll just get onto the Trump jet and fly off to Switzerland or England or someplace so that they can get it done normally, properly by a, you know, by a oh, doctor okay. in a in a medical setting, as opposed to what some of these other states or some of these Supreme Court judges want the back going right back to those back alley abortions where, you know, it put women's lives in jeopardy. Many got sick, you know, and died as a direct result of these botched procedures. Is that really where we're at as a country right now? I mean, come on, man. You know, wake the fuck up already. You don't have to back your father for stupidity and this ongoing anti-Semitic trope of constantly referencing George Soros. It is an anti-Semitic trope. I don't know if Don realizes that um i believe that don senior realizes that but Stop. even if they don't fuck does george soros have to do what proof do you have that george soros is behind this or anything i mean it goes back to this old folklore about george soros wanting to destroy america and being jewish and i i again there's so many things that need to be said. Look, Michael Cohen says it how it is, and he has a lot more to say and a lot more to share on the Political Beatdown podcast. Now, wherever you get your audio podcast, just search Political Beatdown. Just search it and subscribe. Political it's free to subscribe to the Political Beatdown audio podcast. So I don't know, do you use Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever service you use, search Political Beatdown now, subscribe to it, and listen to it on audio. And you could also check it out live on the Midas Touch Network when it airs live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific. Our last live, I think we were the number three most watched show in the world of all on, on all of YouTube. We were the number one news show on all of YouTube. Cohen is absolutely hilarious, but also absolutely spot on in his rants and in his 
unfiltered way of just telling it like it is. And that's what we need now more than ever. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hey, subscribe to this YouTube channel. We are marching to 1 million subscribers in the month of March, so please hit subscribe. Also, check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash Midas Touch. Wherever you also get your audio, remember, search Political Beatdown, and also you could search, I don't know, the Midas Touch podcast as well, Legal AF podcast, the Lights On podcast, the Weekend Show, Majority 54, Burn the Boats, Politics Girl, the growing family of Midas Touch Network podcasts. Let's go. Let's do it for democracy. I'm Ben Micellis, and thank you for watching. Hit subscribe. The best part of waking up? Maggot Tears in my cup. Check out the new Maggot Tears mug available now at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com. It's 100% union-made right here in the USA. I know I'm not tired of winning yet. How about you? Get yours today. Politics go. We like politics, politics, politics go. Right. <clears throat> How about another one then, just uh, okay. my hands off. Right. Anybody out there? Just not if you can hear me. Hello, darlings. Shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University of Aridstone. And KPYT. Pasquayaki. Tribal Radio. Travel radio, travel radio. I'm the race with Trista Show. Republican House floor debate backfires big time on them. Hi, I'm Joe Brown from Accent Law Group. For years, I worked as an insurance adjuster, and now I use those experiences to help our clients. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. It was another incredible day on the floor.
of the House of Representatives where MAGA Republicans were trying to introduce nonsense, performative fascist legislation. One of the things that they were calling it was parental oversight of K through 12 schools. That's the name, but what they really mean by that is let's destroy the livelihood of teachers. Let's make sure that teaching students about what really happens, that's, that's too woke. Let's not teach about equality. Let's not teach about America's history. Let's make sure that uh, we don't ban guns near schools. Like, let's make sure that we don't provide safe environments for students. Let's make sure that we ignore the separation of church and state. That's really what they mean by that. But in any event, they have these discussions on the House floor. By the way, uh, Kevin McCarthy yet again has Marjorie Taylor Greene presiding over the House of Representatives. She's been the de facto, essentially, Speaker of the House over and over. Here, play this clip. Gentlelady Reserves, and the Gentlelady gentleman from Virginia is recognized. Here is Democratic member of Congress, Jamie Raskin, talking about, on the one hand, MAGA Republicans want to ban books. They believe books are the threat. On the other hand, they support weapons of war in our schools and near our schools. Play this clip. Well, it's about book banning, of course. Two years ago, more than 1,600 books were banned in the United States of America. Here are three of the key books that the right-wingers have been going after. <clears throat> Khaled Hosseini's... <clears throat> Khaled Hosseini's The Kite Runner, about the dangerous fanaticism, authoritarianism, and abuse of the Taliban, a right-wing religious fundamentalist movement all about censorship and repressing women's control over their own bodies and their own fertility. The Handmaid's Tale, Margaret Atwood's extraordinary dystopian novel about a right-wing misogynist movement which uses high technology and depraved religious ideology to control not only the minds of their followers, but the, <clears throat> but the private and public lives and the fertility of women. And of course, George Orwell's 1984, because they have no sense of irony. They're always trying to censor this one. Mr. Chairman, we, time's expired. We, we need more politicians reading books Gentlemen's in America time. and fewer politicians trying to censor books in we'll America. Burn them. And we'll I, it is amazing to me, thank you, Mr. Chairman, it's they amazing to them. me to see politicians who oppose a universal violent criminal background check and who defend assault weapons after the massacres at Columbine, after Parkland, Florida, after Sandy Hook in Newtown, Connecticut, after Uvalde, after Santa Fe, Texas, that they are now going to keep America's children safe by banning The Handmaid's Tale in 1984. We can do better for the children of America. I yield back. Here you have a MAGA Republican, Glenn Grotham of Wisconsin, and here he, again, sprouts these 
idiotic performative talking points about, oh, what progressive really means is big government and destroying religion and, you know, all this nonsense. And then you have uh, AOC respond, what are you talking about? Like, for me, progressive values is about real freedom. Play this clip. The other side wants us to become a progressive group of people. And whatever progressive stands for, I would have to say it's